Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. In the name of the Lord, and welcome to Warren Radio. I'm Tower here with the Watchman, and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warren-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on Truth Social, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Getter, Tumblr, Linktree, and you can listen and download our shows by going to warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Do not miss this post, American Social Justice Doctrine. Today, after decades of pushing Marxist thought, it is a war fought on the streets and in the political realm. While to those rebelling, it is welcome change. To those who love America and its constitution with the Bill of Rights, it is oppression, control, and the end of the nation. Do not miss this post. Christian discipleship meat, not milk. While our country passes along its daily work and blasphemes against the Lord and the righteousness, wickedness is on the alert and attacks daily. For the latest posts on warn-usa.com, do not miss this post, Tyre's Burden, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 1 on Battle Lines, I mean Part 41 on Battle Lines. Due to transgressions amidst pride that blinded the people, trouble came. They had also forgotten the brotherly covenant according to Amos. Do not miss this post, Evangelism Challenges Gospel Classic at Warren Radio. Evangelism Challenges, Gospel Music, Warren Radio greets these perilous times as nations once formerly closed to the gospel have found the gospel. Do not miss this post, Logos, Gospel's Redemptive Inheritance of the Saints, Part 3 on Sound the Shofar. Unbelief can be driven away by the full redemptive power of the Lord Jesus Christ who redeems men and puts his heart in them. This is the beginning of a journey that brings all the children of God unto the Father. And be sure to get your book, The Rising, by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. It's a Christian fiction thriller. The Rising details a takeover of America. There's danger and intrigue. The nation is at risk. And dark forces are plotting to bring this country into the globalist new order. And be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren radio newsletter by going to danaglinsmith.com where you can visit our Christian books and resource shops where we feature the rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our vision media. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. (music) 
morning, Sana. How are you doing tonight? Doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. It's good to be here on this Wednesday evening. In August? Yes. Our summer zip by. Every day zips by. It does. Well, at any rate, it's good to be here. Yes. The weather's been cooling down, so it's starting to feel like fall. Yeah. But that's good because we've had some real hot weather here. Yeah, I'm ready for the cooler winter. I mean, weather, not winter, though. Yeah, we're not ready for winter yet. So, at any rate, the up first goodness of the Lord and the land of the living... This is an article that has been featured on both of our websites. Um, And this one here, you can read it over on DanaGlennSmith.com or Warren-USA.com. And it's really a, a good article because I quote David in this where he says, I had fainted unless I would believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Yes, amen. Now, you know, Tower, that's what you and I have to do all the time. We do. You know, because everything is being shaken. There's a lot of things that are uncertain. That's and right. you have to believe that the goodness of the Lord is going to be demonstrated for you and your family in the land of the living, you know, where you're living. Right. And he says, I had fainted. In other words, unless I can believe that, I would faint because I'm too weak. And I can understand that. I can see that. Yeah, because you got to look at it. And what's the purpose of living or, or doing anything? If, if there's no goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And we've all been in those situations. Yeah. That we need that. So when we find here the writer of Psalm 27 who faced an enemy. And uh, they were giving a false witness about him. And from the reading of the psalm it looks like they had gotten the upper hand. Yet. You can see the faith of David here in in the process of being tested sorely. And you could even go so far as saying, you know, there's no doubt David had faced tests and temptation repeatedly. Not just here. And there's no doubt he was pursued by his enemies. And we know that from reading. We know Saul was one of the ones going after him. All the time. But the thing that I liked here is, you know, in spite of being sorely tested and threatened and chased, through it all he believed God would uphold him in this trial. And he says, I had fainted unless I'd believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of living. No matter what troubles came, no matter how many people came after him, he believed in that goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And this is a real good article, and I just gave you a little bit. Go over to warn-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com and look for goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And read it because it'll be an encouragement. It'll tell you a lot of things here. And uh, besides that, it has a real good graphic on it. The graphic alone is a place you'd like to live. I mean, it's a beautiful graphic. So at any rate, the goodness of the Lord and the land of the living. We all need to understand that particular principle that we find in this psalm. That's right. Amen. And, uh, you know, we're back to cattle here. and This is via CBN. You know, my granddad would never believe this, either one of them. My one granddad was a homesteader here in Wyoming. 
and he was a farmer, grew crops and had animals, horses and stuff. My other granddad had a ranch in California in beautiful country. And uh, he had a cattle, cattle ranch. And it would be really hard to try to explain to them, Tower, when you have forces in America that don't want the farmers and ranchers to stay in business. That's right. It's unbelievable. You know, and it's just like once you screw up all of America and there's nothing left to screw up, that's when they want to bring in Marxism. That's right. And that's really their goal. And I just read before we came on that Biden had signed something to get rid of the Border Patrol Union. Oh, brother. Well, because they speak out against what's going on. I mean, this is what you see. Now, this particular article came from, you know, about a story in South Dakota. Right. Where that little gal over there, call her little, she's a full-grown woman, but she's done... I think Christy Nome, yeah, the Christy governor Nome, of yeah. South Dakota, done a real good job. And of course, they don't quote her in this. But one thing they talk about: um, there's a fourth-generation cattle rancher in White Owl, South Dakota, and he says that there's four beef packers in the United States, and they control 85 percent of all the slaughter in the United States. Now that isn't good. No, they're not all in the United States. They control 85% of all the slaughter in the United States. Yeah, that's terrible. And these four beef packers are recording profits of anywhere from $1,200 to as much as $2,000 a head during the pandemic. And while they're making money, the ranchers at break even. Or even a loss. That is wrong. That's unconscionable. And uh, They don't need that much profit. And the point is, in South Dakota, there's five heads of cattle for every person. That's a lot of beef. And the cattle ranchers say the problem isn't getting meat to your plate. It's that the meat packers are taking most of the profits. And, and that's terrible. It is. So the four major meat packers are Tyson Foods, Cargill, and two Brazilian-owned corporations. Now, huh. remember, we did a story, or we talked about this, and Gates had gotten one of the major packers in the United States to stop processing meat, and that was Cargill. Really? Yeah. I don't remember hearing about that. Yeah, we talked about it. Maybe kind of like, yeah, because this is where Gates... What wanted them to do alternate, not meat. Fake meat. Yeah, fake meat. Soylent green. Yeah. And so, you know, this isn't the only issue we got in this country. And this is coming down from the leaders of this country. And I tell people all the time, when I see a problem in a nation, the way it's run, I can always look to the leaders of that nation and a high majority of the time it's the way they run their country yep and it costs and and it creates poverty a high crime rate gangs all kinds of issues so at any rate what they want to do is start a A meat packer in South Dakota where they can take their food there. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Meanwhile, the Ranchers Cattlemen uh, Action Legal Fund is suing the four companies Good. over m- accusations of manipulating. 
prices. Well, that's what they're doing. Well, yeah, you know they are. So good. I hope they win. Well, you know, the thing of it is, these people are screwing with the food chain. That's right. And so is Bill Gates. You know? And you have so many enemies out there. And this, you know, and it was uh, last week we were talking about another another food uh, uh, packer, processor. And I'm trying to think where, where it was. It burned down. Was that in Oklahoma? I can't remember. I can't remember either. There was a flour mill. Flour mill. That's that what it was. recently burned down. That's what I'm talking about. I don't remember where that was at. Nope. But see, w- right now, the last count, there was like 110 different food processing related, uh, you know, entities that burned down or had issues. Right. And at the beginning of all this, when Biden first got in, the farmers ranchers came on social media and I actually seen several of the posts and they said as anybody had the government call them to tell them to destroy their crops these are food crops and come to find out later about a month after that the government indeed was paying them not to plant or to destroy their crops that's wrong now that's in America today when we need the crops And this is the kind of global baloney that's gotten into America. Well, that um, reminds me of the um, information we read from Dr. Malone. Yeah. About if they control the food, they control everything. Yeah. And Dr. Malone is one of the ones who warned against COVID. And guess what? Now, you were reading that article and I've seen it several times, and there's been more on it talking about the COVID mistake that was made. And they're admitting it and want to change it. They came out and changed it on their site that COVID does not do anything to help you with COVID. The shot. The yeah, the vaccine. shot doesn't. Yeah. Well, that's what we were all te- saying. Right. And still, Biden and his administration are working... Um, to inoculate the servicemen. And I, I just seen a recent story today, and it's a woman who's serving overseas in our military. She refuses to get a shot. They want her to get a COVID-19 shot, and they're, they're court-martialing going to put her on court-martial because wrong. she refuses to do it. Yeah, it is. And so these are all the issues that are going on today. And so when we start talking about the produce, being able to meat pack stuff, but see, you know, I don't need someone to cut up my meat for me. You know, and well, matter some people do. Most people do. Well, the thing of it is, I'm explaining I don't. Because we would go out and, and there was a time that if we had meat on the table, it was wild game. Otherwise we didn't have meat. Yeah. And I would cut it, and we did it for the whole family. I remember one year we did it, and we had five or six animals to butcher. Yeah, there were several people. Yeah, and we cut it up for the entire family, all of our families. You know, so out where we live, being able to find meat, wild game, wild birds, various things, uh, and, and that's survival. That's a bonus. But, see, you got this stuff going on. And uh, it's it just absolutely ridiculous what these people are doing. And, and you know, and the big issue here at Tower is that you have people like Soros, and he's not the only one. And they are funding politicians if they will take up their cause. And see, people run and want to become a politician, make money. And they will accept any agenda, it seems, just to have more than enough money to get elected. And then once they get in, they start the Soros Doctrine, or whoever they've been paid by. 
This is the this is the reality of politics in America. And it's also the reality of politics in the European Union and in the UK and worldwide. Because people are more interested in money than in morals, lying than in truth, and justifying their actions rather than admitting they're wrong. And I totally condemn this and rebuke this happening in in this country. And I rebuke in Jesus' name, in the strongest name above all names, the wickedness that's connected to this food supply and to all this Marxism here. And the two-faced way that the Democrats, including Pelosi, Schumer, and Biden, are pushing things in order to bring in this Marxist agenda. Because Pelosi's closely joined at the hip with Soros. And uh, she likes to take pictures with him. So these are the things. So the Ranchers Cattlemen Association suing a company. But see, you got these companies. And like Cargill, and I'm sure that's one. I'm positive that's the one that came up when we studied that that article that included Gates. Could have. And that's baloney. I'm not going to eat your fake meat. You can cram it. I'm not interested in your, you know... All the rest of the stuff you and your nincompoops are trying to put together. I know what nation I was born in. And that's the nation I'm in. You can do whatever you want to. But you can go take a flying leap. Or like we used to say, take a long walk on a short pier and don't come back. Because we don't need you here. I don't want any of his Soylent Green. <laughs> and that was a movie. Uh, oh, back yeah. In, when was that? In the 80s? Oh, a long time ago. Yeah. Charlton Heston. He was working for the government and found out what they were doing. And it just, like, was incredulous. And he met up with some that already knew it. It was just. Yeah, so look up the movie Soylent classic, Green. Classic. Classic movie. And you'll know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, that was a great movie. I remember watching that the first time. I've, and I haven't seen it for many, many years, but it just is clear. It Seeing was, Charlton Heston in that role and how, what they did. And it's a sci-fi. It's like <laughs> sci-fi, but now it's coming true. It is. <laughs> oh, dear God, help us. We have hope in Yahshua, Jesus Amen. Christ. Amen. We, we do. And the Lord knows what's going on. And I'm going to be found in Christ. I'm not going to hope in this world. And I'll tell you, if you're hoping in this world and everything connected to it, you better get, get redeemed and get close to the Lord because that's the only truth that's going to win out. Amen. And with that, uh, are you ready for yours? This story is Worshiping Jesus Freely. Ida is her name, but it's it's not her real name because to protect her from, you know, for security reasons, her name's been changed to Ida. And she never imagined that living with her aunt would mean that she could no longer practice her faith freely like she used to. And as a student, she migrated from um, Bangay to Macassar, I'm sorry I'm butchering the names, to begin her college education. And Ida's widowed mother placed her under the care of her parental aunt. Her aunt was once a Christian, but converted to Islam after getting married to a radical Muslim. She even converted her own parents to become Muslims. And since living at the aunt's house, Ida had always been urged to convert to Islam. And she had a good relationship with her cousins, but when she wanted to go to church, her female cousin would ask the aunt to refrain her from going. And so one day the aunt offered to cut her hair and ended up shaving her head and so she was embarrassed to go to school 
bald and her aunt pretended like it was an accident and but she did it on purpose and though Ida was surprised she remained silent and then a proposed solution followed which was for Ida to wear a hijab to campus since she was too embarrassed to go out with a bald head and she had no choice to accept and after the episode then she was her aunt continued to encourage Ida to convert and she was not allowed to leave the house for Sunday worship and she could only attend the prayer meetings on the campus on weekdays and her spiritual mentor knowing Ida's situation reached out to ICC to ask for help and ICC stepped in International Christian Concern stepped in and provided a rented room with basic needs and it's only two doors from her mentor so she no longer needs to live with her aunt but has a companion who lives nearby and in April Ida moved out of her aunt's house though she returns often to ease the transition Ida's mother had to tell the aunt that the reason for Ida's move was to be closer to school so that she the aunt wouldn't be upset because Ida is very afraid of her aunt and uh, when the ICC team visited Ida in May she expressed her gratitude as she feels happy and relieved with her new space growing up as a Christian she never wanted to change her faith and the fact that she had to put on a hijab to cover her bald head made her feel ashamed and so living by herself she now has the liberty to in attend discipleship courses prayer meetings and worship at church whenever she wants and she hopes to become a discipleship leader in the future and so continue to pray for these people and for Ida and her mother to be able to do this and she would like to reunite with her mother as well because she hasn't seen her for over a year so continue to pray for these people around the world and in these kind of situations. Well, you know, that's, that is a good story. And, and the thing that International Christian Concern was able to step in and help them financially is really amazing. a, a, good, a good step there. Yes, thank God. You know, because, you know, you have that across the Muslim world. You know, I mean, you know, we get a lot of the stories out of Pakistan and India. And Nigeria is mostly persecution, period, and people dying. But Pakistan and India are two places where a lot of exterior pressure is put on them. And uh, in, in Nigeria, they don't even waste the time. They just go shoot them. Right. Steal their ranches, rape their girls. So pray for the persecuted church globally. You know, Iran has been in the news. Yes, sure has. And uh, a story uh, came out this last week, I think, or the week before. I think it was it was in there somewhere in that time frame. This comes via just the news, but uh, they have found several Islamic sinners. Um, in America that are, have a connection to the Iranian regime. That's very disturbing. And you know, this should not be um, surprising. Because I remember it's been a number of years ago that the Ayatollah at that time addressed directly on a video the people of America and the kids. And he went on to tell him how he doesn't hate him, you know, and uh, trying to win him. And so make no mistake, you know, we are in a battle of light and darkness. And Christ is the light. And so there is, as Christ said, Many won't come because they love darkness rather than light. But at any rate, they found a video of kids in these Islamic Center 
who were actually pledging their allegiance to the supreme leader of Iran. Now, what makes this even more alarming is the video was posted to YouTube and became viral. And it was also on Facebook. Now, why didn't Facebook stop it? That's right. They stop everything else. And this, and, and uh, of course, you have two places, Houston, well, one place, Houston, that is the example in this. And it was calling parents to bring the children age 4 through 14 to the social media pages of the Islamic Education Center of Houston. And this even gets deeper net because at, at a gathering... The children were singing Salam for Monday, which means Hello, Commander. Uh, in both English and Persian, they would sing that. And that was pledging the allegiance to the Mahdi. And we've talked about the Mahdi, a messianic figure in Shia Islam. And uh, you got the Sunnis as well, and there's others. But, you know, look at what they're doing with the kids anyway. You know, the transgender things, the, the pronouns. You know, there is an attack on our children in this country. There sure is. Very dangerous. And, you know, I want to know where the churches are. I don't see any of them. They're there. But I don't see any of them standing up. I'll tell you, if there's a controversial thing in Christianity in America, the one person who will stand up almost all the time is Franklin Graham from Samaritan's Purse. He's about the only one I've seen. Yeah, I don't see anybody else. I don't see any of the real famous mega preachers saying anything. And so... The song was Sayyid Ali is calling on his children. This is the Muhammad, the Mahdi, his soldiers who were born in the 2010s. The children were singing. And, uh, of course, they were using Khomeini's first name. Maybe that's his name, Sayyid Ali. Um, and it says, in spite of my age, I'll be your army's commander. Don't look at my young age. My, my, may my father and mother be sacrificed for you. I will sacrifice everything. Now this... That's very disturbing. Now this came through the Middle East media research. Now I am very familiar with them. Years ago, I used them a lot when dealing with Persian lyrics and a lot of this other stuff. And they, they watch this kind of stuff. So this is where this came. And, of course, they were wearing headbands, waving flags, and saluting. Now, see, this is not good. Not at all. And when you take kids and you teach them a lie at a young age, they're going to grow up following that lie. That's why Scripture says, train a child in the way that he ought to go, and when he is old, he won't depart from it. Now, I remember my own dad making sure that I made it in to the church all the time. And I remember years later after I it was connected after graduating from Bible school I quoted that verse to train up a child in the way he ought to go to my dad. And uh, it was just one of those moments that you knew you, you know, when you take a kid, you can either teach him truth or lies. And years and years ago, when Tower and I were in Bible school, I started a ministry with a couple of friends. We were going to work on the street. We started a coffee house. And we had quite a few kids get saved. And... Uh, and we had been there for some time, and one of them came up and said, You know, if you hadn't showed up to tell us the truth, we would have never known the truth. 
right. And see, that's why we have churches in America. Not to get rich, not to make the pastors rich, but to tell people the truth. And those are the problems we have. We have problems with the truth. I mean, there's so many things that are different today, Tower, than you and I when we were kids. Oh, man. Night and day. I'm glad we were born when we were to see America the way it was. And I'm sad to see what it's become, but we know the difference. We do. You know, and another thing that is in the news was China. And this comes via China aid. And it was because of China's religious persecution that Ren Ruding and her family had fled to Taiwan in 2019. And because of certain restrictions imposed by Taiwan refugee policy, they had to go to the United States. And currently they're in Florida. And they experienced China's harassment because they belong to the Early Rain Covenant Church. Now, it's been in the news again, Tower. And she talks about the police officers surveilling the church members raiding multiple church gatherings. That's horrible. And she remembers the night of 2018. It was December the 9th. The police took away 300 church members for questioning. Some were subject to severe beating. Now, I remember reading about this when it happened. The police kept her family, including her, under close surveillance. Good grief. They had more than 10 government personnel guarding their home and two police dogs outside their residence. That'd be very upsetting. Yeah. They threatened her saying that they would have her beaten up if she weren't wearing a police uniform today. Huh. See, because if if she wasn't wearing a police uniform, she could be free to beat him up, I guess. Talk about a mess. So that's why they fled China. Now, China hasn't changed. And, of course, Early Rain's pastor, Wang Yi, and we've talked about him a lot. Uh-huh. And they virtually cut him off and put him in jail. Finally did. And Nobody's she heard said, from him since. Huh? Nobody's heard from him since. That I know of. Well, I heard, and we covered this a long time ago, that he did get out. Or maybe it's before he went in, he was able to visit with some of the others. But since then, we haven't heard and, anything. And uh, there's been very little. But she said that she regards Wang Yi as a signal of a bitter winner of Christianity in China, and I would agree with that. Yes, I would too. Because that's exactly when it really got bad, because they just didn't... They tore down uh, the church, Early Rain Church. It was one of the largest in China. Wang Yi was very outspoken, and they throttled him. And Well, he also wrote that declaration. He did, and it's a very good declaration, Declaration, and that, I believe, is still on our websites. Very good. Yes, it is. Personal testimony. 
And he, there was over 200 pastors or 300 pastors that signed it to the government. So at any rate, Bob Fu is the founder of ChinaAid, and uh, he does a great job bringing to light the persecution that's going on in China. And, of course, when you get up in China, you have North Korea, you know, the two biggest persecutors of Christians in the entire world are those two. And, of course, there's others following a short third and fourth. Like Afghanistan now. And you can throw in Nigeria. You can throw in Pakistan and India, among quite a number of others. So are you ready with yours now? Yes. Okay. This is Nigeria again. Militants attack young girl. And this story comes to us via international Christian concern. And two... Fulani militants attempted to rape a 16-year-old Christian girl on the morning of August 8th while she was walking with her mother to their farmland in um, Kendondro Village. And that is roughly 20 miles from Josh, the cap- Jaws, J- J-O-S, the capital of Plateau State. And after the incident, or the attack, after the attack, International Christian Concern contacted the family and visited with them. And um, the mother spoke and said, they told us to stop. Then the flaunting militants beat beat her, me and injured me. I was trying to stop them from raping my daughter. And while she was speaking, she kept her arm raised, revealing a deep gash she suffered from the militants. And the mother explained that the Fulani militants had seized her land and burned down her house in 2017, forcing the family to move closer to the to the city for her safety. And now that they no longer have farmland, it's caused the family of seven to fall into deep poverty. And right now they're currently sleeping and living in a one-room home. And ICC in Nigeria did not speak to the minor as she was too traumatized and crying throughout the visit. And the mother said God used her to protect her daughter from public disgrace and shame, which is how often how victims of rape are viewed in their society. I have nothing to say but thank God, said the mother. Please tell Christians to pray for me and my daughter. Pray that we will return to our village one day because life is too expensive for us in the city. And um, the village that they were living in is now deserted. And after 29 Christians were killed in 2017 by the Fulani. And since then the militants have occupied the lands and the Christians don't have access to their farms and homes. And they've had a series of peace meetings, but that hasn't helped. And out of desperation, many villagers try to return to their farmlands to retrieve resources such as firewood for survival. And the Fulani militants received ICC's dubious reward for worst persecuting entity in the 2022 Persecutor of the Year Award. Due to violent terrorist groups and government indifference, tens of thousands have been killed and millions have been displaced. And um, ICC President Jeff King said Christian communities in the middle belt of Nigeria have effectively suffered a 20-year-long genocide. Where is the action? The Nigerian government gives these attacks lip service without any meaningful response. Where is the outcry? Where is the effective action? And in Nigeria, the military, the police, and the intelligence agencies are all controlled by the Muslims. 
This, coupled with a 20-year lack of response by these agencies, should naturally lead to deeper questioning by the world community. Simply put, the time for cheap talk and platitudes is over. The world is waking up and starting to ask, is the Nigerian government complicit in these attacks? Time will tell, but for this long-time watcher, the decision is in. And that was Jeff King, president of ICC. Well, you know, we've asked the same question. We have. Because Buhari is the one in charge, and he is a Polani. Yes. And so it would be easy to make the charge that because he's a Polani, he's not going to crack down on the Polani. That's right. And before him was Jonathan Goodluck Johnson, which was actually a Christian leader. He didn't get much done either, but he did more than Buhari did. But he got voted out. And so now they've had a total Muslim thing there. And since Bahari's been there, the, the persecution has gotten worse. And, of course, it's all over land because the Fulani are sheep herder, are herders, probably goats. But uh, they need land for all of their herds. And, of course, it's been a number of years ago when Boko Haram, I mean quite a number of years I remember this. We reported on it when they were said to have gone to the Polanis and convinced them that they need to make war against the Christians, take their land and have, uh, you know, pasture for their animals. And that's really what they've been doing is actually attacking the Christians, taking, you know, killing them and taking the lands. And the government doesn't do anything. And so when we talk about Nigeria, it is absolutely pathetic, to say the least, yes. what, what is going on. Yes. And so I also, releaseinternational.org, and they're actually a, a new... Um, ministry type that we found. There's a lot of them. They're based in the UK. They support the persecuted church in 30 countries. And uh, in this report, they're highlighting Afghanistan. But the thing that they bring out was August 15th, two days ago, it's a year to the day since the Taliban took over Afghanistan. Wow. And, year. and of course that's that has been in the news off and on. And Joe Biden you know made an absolute mess out of oh, Afghanistan. He, he did. He the sure blood did. is on this guy's hands. And he didn't even stop a beat to say he was sorry or nothing. This is the most ludicrous, stupid, foolish, idiotic move by an American administration and an American president in our history. It was one of the stupidest moves to leave all of our equipment there, hand over a top air base that China inherited, and all that does is show our enemies that America is a bunch of fools. Exactly. And so they make note of the violence and despair that followed the Taliban resurgence. And, of course, that, ta- that causes a lot of searching about, you know, like, what am I doing here? And... Uh, And they say that there are signs that the Christian faith could be growing among Afghans or because of the violent persecution. And I believe that because that does happen. Yeah, it does. And that is one of those things that is kind of unusual. Where there is persecution, many times we see more people being converted. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Now, there are places, though, 
you know, like in China. And, of course, when we talk about China, for years and years we didn't know how many believers were there. We didn't know how big the church was because we thought they had all been destroyed because they were all underground. And then when China pretended it was more like America and wanted to trade and be nice, they actually allowed churches to be built. And so we we actually saw that that happen. And, you know, the thing with Afghanistan, you know, we had to have special groups to go into Afghanistan to help people escape Afghanistan. That's how stupid that this administration was in dealing with the issue. Had no sense about how to get out of a country. And as, and as Donald Trump said, this would have never happened under me, and it wouldn't have. Absolutely ridiculous absolutely needless plus there were soldiers that died there because of biden's ineptness and the democrats the democrats didn't apologize none of them that i know of i don't even know if they even said gee it's too bad i didn't hear nothing out of any of them And, of course, uh, they said several Christian TV companies are reporting deeper religious persecution and restrictions. And we've heard that. And a lot of them are afraid to talk. So, And we heard they were doing house-to-house searches, but that was right at the beginning, too. But there, there is a lot... Of problems in Afghanistan. So pray for them. But there are Christians there that did stay there. I remember there was a group that flatly said they're going to stay there no matter what because Afghanistan needs a Christian witness. So pray for Afghanistan. And Tower, one of the reasons we do these shows is not just to hear ourselves talk. We are representing people who are dying for their faith. People who are being persecuted, mistreated, and abused for their faith. And in North Korea, the culprit is the government. In China, the culprit is the government. In Nigeria, the culprit, of course, is the Polani, but they're aided by the do-nothing government. In Pakistan, the problem is, is not just the Muslims living there, but the legal system itself. In India, Modi's regime, along with Hindus there, as well as animists, have caused it. But almost invariably in every situation, you can trace the persecution directly to the government. And so when you look in America, people, and you see people like Biden, who didn't blink a bit about the deaths and the issues and the stuff he caused in Afghanistan. He doesn't blink here either. None of the Democrats do. The worse it is on the American, it seems they get excited and they rejoice. So you understand something. We have got a wicked administration that plot to take people out. That's why they're attacking Trump. Wickedness. Plus, look what they're doing to the children in this country. Now, we bring you the highlights, some of the stuff that we come across on the persecution of Christians. 
We do this to bring it before you so you'll pray for them, so you'll find it in your heart to help ministries with boots on the ground so they can help the brethren that are in dire need of finances and help. That's why we do this. I don't spend my time here so I can get famous and so you'll give me a lot of money. We're not here for that. And it's time for the church to wake up and the Christians in this country to wake up because the blood being shed in this country is at an all-time high and you can trace it directly to the lawlessness in this country, the, the corrupt politics and politicians in this country. And I can name the states, I can tell you the politicians, and they are absolutely 100% corrupt. And they're damnable. Now they need to repent and come to the Lord. But many will not do that. We are in a battle of darkness. And it's time to wake up. Because the voices warning about this are not always going to be there. There's coming a day of darkness. And when darkness comes, you're not going to find these kind of witnesses online anymore. So it's time to wake up. And I'm telling you it's time. It's time for some of these governments in these places where Christians are persecuted to get their heads out of the nether region and to wake up and protect their people. And it's time for the states with these lawless prosecutors to be removed and to get some law and order back in this country. Woe unto thee, O harlot, for you shall eat the fruit of your doings. Tower. I can't hear you. Yes, I'm here. We're going to have to be going. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We love you. We always hope the best for you in the Lord. We thank you for all you do for him. And please pray for your brethren around the world. Pray for us and as we pray for you. Please stay safe and be careful. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. While you're there, check out the ads for my book, the latest, The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. Now, you can buy it in a lot of places, including overseas. But I have links that you can click on and you can find the book. You can have the ebook, the hardcover, or the softcover. And you can even find the ebook on Google Play. And it doesn't cost much. But I want, I want you to get the book and I want you to read it and send me a review of it. And let me know what you think. The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. Now you take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Until next time. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.